Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Up Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. I don't know about you, Corrine, but I feel like in looking at Instagram and a lot of other social media outlets where I follow a lot of travel advisors, we are busy, but not 100% having a great time <laughs> in the process. <laughs> I'm putting it mildly. <laughs> yes. And I told um, Kate with Travel Pro Theory, I'm like, Kate, I am one inconvenience away from having a complete meltdown. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that convenience is going to be, but it's going to be something to small. Blow up. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be My something water small so you change. look crazy <laughs> and no one will know why you're really melting down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I dare you to make one comment. Just go ahead. Yeah. The the number of F-bombs that are flying out of my mouth at all times is getting a little out of control. Um, there's some stuff I feel like we can take control of, and then there's some stuff that's completely out of our control, like suppliers. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I'm going to shout it out right now. Patricia from Absolute Belize is the absolute dream to work with. I, she has been such a standout in terms of, you know, like trying to put together custom trips. I have a group of people going to Belize and I've gotten so used to just hounding people for information and waiting forever and several emails. And she is so on it. So I wrote her an email and I said, you should know that you are a dream to work with. And I will yell your name from all of the mountaintops. Um, You just are really nailing it in a tough time. Mm -hmm. She, she was appreciative to hear that, but like, uh, I think um, during this time, those suppliers really stand out. And I will say right now, um, and also, you know, as we're coming out of the pandemic, I am really looking for good partners Mm -hmm. to work with. And so, you know, we always talk about Italy, like behind the scenes and how there are so many different suppliers for Italy and how do you choose the best one? And so right now, (laughs) I feel like I, I feel bad because I feel like I have no loyalty, but I'm just feeling out different DMCs. I am currently mm-hmm. actively working with three different DMCs on multiple trips. So like for one client, I'm using X DMC for another client. I'm using another DMC and for another client, I'm using another DMC. So because you sort of see how it shakes out. Exactly. And also a lot of their requirements and details, you know, on the part of the client is different. So I heard that one DMC is more culinary based. So that's why I went with them for this particular client who's really into food. And then another one for another client who I know is into something else that they can offer. Um, But the quickest turnaround time that I've had for a DMC, and this was recommended on one of the Facebook groups for travel advisors specifically for Italy, um, so many people recommended him. Um, it's Francesco with your Italy DMC mm-hmm. so fast. And I'm trying to snap my fingers. My skin is dry. Um, so, <laughs> um, he is so quick. And literally, I sent him an inquiry one day. And then by the next morning, he has something to me. Ugh. And I haven't booked anything yet because everything's been happening so quickly. So I end up now with three different clients using his DMC because he's able to turn around so quickly. So 
TBD on the entire experience yeah. from here on out. But that is seriously something that like stands out to me right now with everything that we're dealing with. Absolutely. And I've made that clear to a lot of people. Like I'm only interested in working with partners where we can have a mutually beneficial relationship and support one another. If you leave me flapping in the wind, I'm not going to be back. I mean, I don't say those words, but like mm -hmm. uh, partnerships are more important than ever. So yes. I guess now that you've pointed it out, that is not something we can begin to control immediately, but it is something that we can keep in mind to improve things going forward. Because some of these challenges, well, some of them are starting to lighten up like entry requirements. Mm -hmm. Wow, there's a war brewing. And so now we have a whole new set of concerns coming up. And we really have to depend on our partners. So I think it's a really smart strategy for everyone to be intentional about who you're working with. Um, and I know you signed up for the workshop we have going on this Saturday. Yes. When I saw you guys announce that workshop, I was like, I am signing up for this. And I don't know know if we're able to say the entire name of the workshop because I feel like <laughs> you can beep it out or what is the name we of the can workshop just say, that you guys have? It's <laughs> called Navigating Your Travel Biz Without Losing Your Effing Mind. And we just have a bunch yes. of symbols, but you know what we're yes. saying. Yes. And um, when I saw that, I'm just like a hundred percent, I signed up for it. Like within hearing about the workshop, I signed up for it within like 15 minutes. Because you were the first person to sign up. Oh, yay. Yeah. You, as you could tell, I really, really needed some extra push, some, I don't know. I feel like Kate will be really great at speaking from like the supplier side too. And she's, you know, she's able to kind of draw in from different perspectives. Yeah. And you will be there. I know Nikita's there and then Nicole. Um, so I'm very much looking forward to it. And is it still open for people to sign up? Yes, it is. So we're going to get started Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Basically, what we have is a five-hour block of time. People can come and go as they please or stay the whole time. And it's kind of like an open coaching session. You can ask us anything. We will help you work through anything. Us and obviously the other advisors in the room, we are not recording it intentionally because we want people to be able to come in and cry if they need to, scream, drop F-bombs. If it turns into a therapy session, what we want is to offer a place, kind of a safe space to come and air it out. And then let's grab control of the things we can control. Let's manage client expectations. We can, we're going to give you basically a bank of tools to use for website mes messaging, email marketing, social media. And then of course I'm doing client experience to make clients understand the reality of how it's working right now. So that, because I don't know about you, but I have just been finding myself tied to my email inbox. It is eating up all of my time. I can't stand it. So I have implemented some strategies and we we're talking about it today. And the thing is, is if you do it right, you can actually leverage this hot mess, hot garbage into you looking like more of an authority and, and more credible. 
if you do it right, if you mm-hmm. are clear about what to expect and you sound like a professional and an expert, you can actually use this look to <laughs> improve <laughs> how your audience sees you. So we're just going to be offering some quick wins to get all that stuff in order to take control of the processes that we can so that we can make our lives a little bit easier and also just a place for us to cry it out if we have to so that we can kind of put our big girl panties on or big boy pants, tidy whiteies, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And like keep moving through because we are just taking punch after punch. Uh, But what else are we going to do? Right? Like this is our passion. This is what we do. So we have to just like find a way to get through it, keep moving and, and use some strategies to, make it a little bit more pleasant for now because these challenges don't seem to be going anywhere. So we just need to like face them head on. Where can people go to find out more about this particular workshop? Cause I know I cannot wait. Yeah. It is the squad.travel. That's the website, the squad.travel. The squad is me, Kate, Nicole, and Nikita. And of course we're four experts covering four different areas of our travel business. So we're even setting it up for breakout rooms in case we need to split up. Like if a bunch of people want to work on their social media and a bunch of people want to work on their client experience, whatever we need to do, we're just going to make it work to help everyone work through their current issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'll probably go into the breakout room for clients because I love marketing and sales, but the client part, the customer service part. Yeah. Not my zone of genius, not my zone of enjoyment, if that's even a thing. So you don't have a high tolerance for Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I have why a are you now. asking it me this again? I made it clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so oh boy. Saturday can't come soon enough. Well, I'm super excited about it myself. You know, I'm in here in the trenches with everyone else and I'm excited to, you know, sharing is caring. Let's get in there and share and and work out some solutions so that we can just keep on trucking. Before we jump into our discussion this week, we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. First up... Travel Weekly has an article about the hot topic of the day, uh, the war in Ukraine and how that is impacting travel right now for folks with Europe plans. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for my clients who are traveling right now, it's something that's kind of like a low buzz for them in their brain, but it's not really something where they're like, we're canceling right now. I have clients who just arrived in Paris um, today and they're headed over to Munich and over to Rome. They have not expressed any concerns at all. Um, but I've made it clear that, you know, I'm staying on top of all current events to so just go and enjoy yourself. And yeah. I have clients who are getting ready to leave for different places, you know, throughout the rest of this month and within the next two months. And so, so far they're all pretty okay. My clients who are leaving within the next three plus months, they're, the ones who are still a little bit more concerned about this because we don't know how things are going to change. So, you know, I just tell them right now, we are not really seeing any impacts on tourism in Western Europe. However, 
Per usual, we are staying on top of all current events and we will let you know if there are any changes or updates. So keep your plans as they are, unless you are truly like, I don't want anyone to be gripped by fear and still have their plans. Like I don't want them to be so anxious they can't enjoy their trip. So luckily I don't have any of those. I have three Europe trips before the end of August. One of them is in two weeks. Uh, and it's Eastern Europe. We're going from Hungary to Romania. And uh, it is a group trip, all travel advisors. And I, there's some reservations, of course. And I struggle with like the safety issue. Uniworld came on, told us what their stance is. Even their insurance company is totally fine, which of course they would pull the plug and they have the right to pull the plug. So I'm feeling okay about safety. I have some reservations about living it up, you know, a few hours south of where grannies are making Molotov cocktails. However, that that's bothering me. At the same time, do I want these countries to continue suffering after a global global pandemic and the loss of tourism dollars? Like which which is the worst, you know? I mean, these people have been suffering for so long. They, their economy needs this money. They need this tourism. So it's sort of like there's no, like, shiny win here. Um, but I want to support our industry, and I want to support these countries, and I don't want them to suffer more for something that has nothing to do with them and that is outside of their control. So... I think there's a possibility that I'm just going to take a lot of pictures and perhaps not post because I don't want my audience to think that I'm being tone deaf and they don't Mm -hmm. really understand the other side the way that we do. But then I'm like, maybe I should be posting so that they understand that it's safe to go to these places. So it's, it's, it's a, yeah, definitely a big back and forth, but more than anything, I want to get out there and travel. And if, if I don't feel safe, obviously I won't go, but everything that I've learned, I feel safe and I want these countries to come through this. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm right. in my head now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, in this article, it talks about MMGY, which is a, a data slash research organization that surveys travelers. And so it surveyed hundreds of US travelers with plans to visit Europe. And of those surveyed, 62% said concerns of the war spreading to nearby countries was a factor impacting their plans. Additionally, 47% want to wait to plan Europe travel to see how the situation in Ukraine evolves. Half of respondents were concerned about potential travel disruptors like border closures and delays or cancellations of flights, cruises, and trains. Um, and the MMGI Global CEO, Clayton Reed, said travel advisors and suppliers should remind travelers about flexible cancellation and rebooking policies. Um, he also adds that it is also my belief that this hesitancy is short-lived and that prior to the peak travel season to Europe, sentiment will return to much more positive levels. We've seen evidence of that over and over. And honestly, you don't need a war for border closures and flight cancellations, cruise cancellations and train delays. Yeah. We've seen that even pre-COVID. So as long as you have a backup plan, an alternative, some kind of support, like travel insurance or something, I feel like having enough of that, of um, like a safety net for your clients and 
having them mentally be able to be okay with the risk. I think at least for me, that is one of my strategies is to be like, okay, what are your fears? Here are some ways we can mitigate that. Yeah, for sure. All right. We wanted to get that out of the way and we're going to balance that out with an article from Travel Pulse that says, enter Italy from USA searches soar 1,300% as travel restrictions ease. So it says, since Italy relaxed entry restrictions for travelers originating outside the European Union on March 1st, the travel experts at comparison site Next Vacay have noted an incredible 1,300% year-over-year increase in searches for enter Italy from USA. I mean, I think I was one of the people who searched Mm -hmm. that. I mean, I could go to Sherpa, but I always think like, what if Sherpa hasn't updated yet? I just need to go find as many sources as I can. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. That was one of those was me. (laughs) Yeah. A little crowdsourcing. Um, It says that in Italy now fully vaccinated or recently recovered international visitors don't need a pre-travel test to enter Italy. Vaccinated travelers need only supply proof that they've been fully inoculated with the final dose of their primary vaccine series at least 14 days and no more than 270 days or nine months prior to arrival unless they've already received a booster. I'm good. I'm good to go. I guess my skin isn't dry. I'm snapping it up. No. That's (laughs) a joke. My skin is always as dry as the (laughs) desert where I live now. (laughs) So I'm excited about this. You and I will be getting off an Azamara cruise in Genoa, Italy. Yes. This summer. 100% excited. We're traveling Just, so much together. We're I going know, to Croatia in May. <laughs> um, we're going to look so fab. Mm-hmm. And then south of France in July. So I'm looking forward to that. And so knowing this and how restrictions are changing and more likely easing up versus going the other direction, I'm not even looking at the travel restrictions until we're like two no. weeks or something from the trip. Right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm headed to Amsterdam for a tulip time river cruise with Alma. And that is not this week, not next week, the, the week following. And so I'm just now being like, okay, what are the restrictions? Yeah. And nothing out of the ordinary, but things could change. And with announcements, almost, I would say like, one every two weeks about countries lifting COVID restrictions. Like Iceland was one. And then recently was Ireland lifting all COVID restrictions, not requiring, you know, pre-travel testing, you know, all that stuff. I feel like maybe we're going down the same line with other countries. So I mean, that's like wishful, hopeful thinking on my end, but that's the general trend that we're seeing anyway. Well, it says also unvaccinated foreign travelers can also enter Italy quarantine-free by providing a negative pre-travel PCR test taken within 72 hours of arrival or a negative antigen test taken within 48 hours of arrival. So everyone is welcome in Italy. Um, I'm super excited about this. We're seeing. I just scheduled a PCR test for my trip and trying to find the balance because the travel time is so long and results, but you have to have it within 72 hours of arrival. Ooh, like threading that needle is stressing me out. And I'm hoping maybe Mm -hmm. something changes by then, but I have to be 
prepared for the worst. And that's what I'm right. Um, I figured out how to get a QR code. See, Florida is tricky because there's a law against vaccine passports. So for those of you that want to travel, it's not as easy, um, but you can get one through the clear app and you just have to have your vaccine records and the lot numbers and all that stuff. And someone was asking me on the Facebook page for this trip, well, why do you, why do you care? They don't need it. And I'm like, I want, I'm going to have everything. I'm printing out my, my immunization records from the state of Florida. I'm bringing my QR code. I'm bringing my original vaccine card. <laughs> I don't want to miss out on anything because I don't have what it takes. Where did you get your vaccine? I don't remember. Was it like a pop-up site that you got your vaccine? My first two shots were Florida. It was at the Volusia County Fairgrounds, Florida Department of Health. And then my booster was CVS, but all of that transferred over into this app. So I have the QR code. It was the clear app that you used for that because it's called clear fast and touchless or something like that. And it has that blue, almost looks like a sunburst. Um, you need to be ready to, you have to scan your identification. You've got to take a picture of yourself and you have to have your vaccine records. And if your card does not have the lot numbers, then you need to order your shot records from the state of Florida to Mm -hmm. get those. But it was very easy to to try that out because I have clients headed to Dubai next week and they require a QR code for their proof of vaccination. And the wife was vaccinated at a CVS. So she's, she has that QR code through the smart health card. And then the husband though was, was vaccinated on the military base here in Tampa at McDill and he's not able. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. Okay. I'm just showing Teresa. Fast and touchless. Yeah. I'll send you the instructions. (laughs) Maybe I'll link them in the show notes and that way. Yeah. Link them in the show notes. Oh my goodness. Okay. I just got a renewed sense of energy and I haven't even done the workshop this Saturday yet. So that is I'm here so for you good always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the article goes on to say, if you're considering taking a trip to Italy at this time, note that the nation's various regional governments have the right to impose their own restrictions on travelers from certain foreign countries. So be sure to check for policy updates in the region of your partic- particular destination. Um, But they also added that the use of the green pass, so basically those QR codes that we need, um, is currently required to stay in hotels and use all public transportation, but they expect to scale that back on April 1st, Mm -hmm. as well as the requirement to present proof of vaccination at many venues, museums, restaurants, and attractions. So things are getting loosey-goosey. And if you want to go check out the link to this article, it actually has a breakdown of the areas in Italy and how much the increase of demand. So for instance, Amalfi is a 350%. So if you're interested in stats like that, go check out the link in the show notes. Well, the next article I feel like is really up your alley in terms of what you tend to book. And it's breaking down cruise line value add programs and why client communication is a must. And I do love these value add programs, but sometimes it's just like everything just swims around in my head. There are specific cruise lines I'm more familiar with than others. And so for that particular cruise line, I know all the details. However, looking at all the other cruise lines, 
I don't think I can keep them straight in my head. I'm super smart. I just don't know why I have a wall in my brain when it comes to these things. It's a lot. And and the thing is, is that normally uh, pre-COVID, I would say you need to call. If you're not sure, call in, speak to someone, get the details. However, we all know that hold times are a hellscape right now. So um, that's not as attractive. So I would say if you're confused, reach out to someone you know who, who does a lot of cruises if you need clarification because you don't want to tell your clients something that isn't true. And you know what? There's always exceptions too. So like it t- the article talks about celebrity having the always included promo. It's included on most cruises. There are some exceptions. One of my clients was just telling me today that he saw one from Vancouver to Hawaii wasn't included. Then there's certain promotions that don't qualify, which I wish that was not the case, um, but it is. They do have the occasional promotion that's like bare bones. And I think some people probably appreciate that because there's people who don't drink alcohol and they feel like they're getting charged for something they don't use, but I don't care. I just want it simple for me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's lots of specialty drinks you can get. Then Norwegian has the free at sea, but the client has to pay the service charges, which are basically like gratuities. So on some cruises for two people, that's like $277 for those service charges. That's not peanuts. So Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes you have to explain to the client, listen, the package is free. It would normally be a bazillion dollars. You can do the calculations. I don't know what the normal costs are right now, but it's very high. So all you're doing is you're paying the gratuities for the people that are serving these drinks to you. Um, it's still a steal, but you need to communicate properly with your client. And then sometimes you really need to read every piece of fine print. And this is why I have a cruise specialist mm-hmm. as one of my associate advisors, because mm-hmm. then I can be like, hey, here you go. You are the cruise expert. You go ahead and deal with this. Yes. And you know what? If you want to start selling cruises, but you don't have experience, you need to find yourself a buddy. Find yourself a buddy who does sell cruises and who might need information that you have about something else so that you can kind of buddy up. And like, I used to tap into a couple different people about Disney. And I would be like, just let me know anytime you need cruise info, I'm here for you, you know, um, now I just don't sell Disney, but, um, I just pass that along to someone else in my team. But if, you know, there's lots of people who book a lot of cruises. Our friend Effie from TPI is so generous with her advice on all of our Facebook boards, but there's lots of people out there that you can check with, um, since calling the cruise line is not an attractive option. <laughs> Right now. Yeah. And I really don't want to, you know, muck up the cruise lines call center with questions that I could, you know, m- probably find somewhere else. So like my yeah. fellow colleagues. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, of course, the cruise lines are including some of this stuff in the cruise fair. They can't just truly give this stuff and that I like how celebrity calls it always included and not free, mm-hmm. but always is misleading. <laughs> That's a triple there. Um, but almost always included. Almost always included. <laughs> um, but it's so nice to be able to. I remember back in the days when people, well, how much am I going to spend on drinks? Well, I don't know. How much do you drink? And drinks are 
usually run between this and this. And if it's, a, you know, now I was so happy when it came out with packages, especially for myself, because I don't want to be counting how many drinks I have or shocked by my bar tab. And I like it that they're going even a step further now and just saying it's included. Again, mm-hmm. that's not always a good value for some people. Um, but for me, I make them regret including that alcohol. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, you make us regret it. You're going to regret it too. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a bellyache. <laughs> Yes, this one's from Travel Age West, and it talks about vacation rentals and whether they'll be more popular than hotels in 2022. Vacation rentals are edging out hotel bookings. Uh, This article says, although the hospitality industry was one of the hardest hit sectors of travel at the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, the tides are now turning. Expedia's 2021 Q4 travel recovery trend report showed a spike in global accommodation bookings, accounting for both hotels and vacation rentals by 50% year over year in the fourth quarter of 2021. But between the third and fourth quarter of 2021, vacation rentals edged at hotels in popularity. Harump. Harump. (laughs) I was really hoping it would go the other way. But, you know, this article says these are the trends, right? Like we we are hoping or we we want things to go more towards hotels. But in general... the consumers are really telling us they prefer the hotel rentals or the vacation rentals. So, And that's what I don't like. Because when I'm looking out for my client's best experience, mm-hmm. it, is, it is in a hotel. It's not in where you're doing dishes and cleaning. You know, like you right. have to clean up after yourself. You have to take the trash out, all that stuff. It, it doesn't provide the same level of experience. And, and I, maybe I'm just yeah. fancy. I mean... I think for the clients that I have who really want a vacation rental kind of accommodation, they're not necessarily looking to cook their own meals. They really want to have that community space where their whole group can get together. So those tend to be like families. They want a living area or friends traveling together. They don't want to have to gather in the hotel bar or the hotel lobby. They want to be able to go to the living room or buy a few bottles of wine and be able to sit and relax and stuff. So that's, that, those are the clients that I've seen um, more interested in the rental yep. side of things. Or especially um, families and, with kids. They want that yeah, extra bedroom. You want the space. Yeah. 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 And um, it's important for us to know because we need to find out who the suppliers are who offer these vacation rentals that are commissionable to us. Mm-hmm. And um, Emma, she offers a few here uh, that do work with travel advisors. Um, they also do direct-to-consumer but they also have a component where it's commissionable. So she lists Vicasa, Villa Key, and Verbo. And we like, well, I I like, and I thought you did too, but I'm speaking for you, Stay Haven. <laughs> that's a great Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's HVN Haven. Yeah. Uh, I find that Haven, though, doesn't have a ton of options compared to like a Vicasa kind of, platform, but whatever rentals they do have on Haven, I've really loved. And I've sent a few clients places booking those vacation rentals. And Well, I think they're also more vetted Mm -hmm. is why it's not as big of a selection. And the thing is too, you know, when we have clients and they want these things, we know that they could get canceled on at the last second. And we don't really mm-hmm. like to be responsible for that. Right. <laughs> but it does right. become our problem when it happens. Yeah. So 
we know that the, you know, for there's lots of people who do vacation rentals like crazy, never have a problem. But when you do, it's usually catastrophic. You it's have plane problem. tickets, yeah. you have nowhere to stay. Um, right. And we know, we see that happen a lot because of the business we're in and the average consumer doesn't. And so then when we try to explain to them, you need to be prepared for this scenario, they just think you're trying to scare them out of doing a vacation rental. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen it time and time and time again. And I really, yeah, I get stressed out when I have to book a vacation rental. <laughs> Unless it's like well, a I, villa or something like that, which then yeah. still something could happen. A water pipe can burst or there can be some a natural disaster. And a vacation rental doesn't have the option of just putting you in another room. Right. So I mean, when I work with DMCs for trips, like the ones that the DMC recommends, I am okay with that. Like I have done a lot of different trips with DMCs where they have provided more of the vacation rental or guest house kind of experience. And I am more okay with that versus going to a place like Verbo where yeah. it's everyone for themselves. You know, there's no overarching management company. And that's what's scary for me for platforms like that. Well, they protect the owner more than the consumer. And that's what gets a little bit scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the bottom line is, that's the trend. That's what we have to adapt to. So it's important. I think a lot of people are starting to charge kind of like a property sourcing fee. So if your client just wants some help finding the right property in the right area, you know, it's always an option to just charge a fee for sourcing the property and then have them book directly with them so that you're not liable. And Mm -hmm. still, they're going to come to you if they get canceled to find a new accommodation. But Um, that is one way to lessen the liability. Liability. I just don't want any of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I became, I did not become a doctor because I did not want the liability. And now you're telling me I'm liable for your rental. No, thanks. Yeah. I just got a message from one of our team members at Journeys because she's working on a trip for a bunch. It's a graduation trip in Greece. And the, the mother who's heading it up keeps saying it has to be safe. It has to be safe. And she's like, how do I let her know that I cannot be responsible for the safety of your child when she goes to Greece? Like, mm-hmm. I can make recommendations for properties and areas and stuff, but there's no guarantees no matter where right. you are. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be some fun words to come up with. <laughs> I can't guarantee her safety at home. Yeah. So how can I guarantee her safety out? Yep. I can't. No can do. Are you ready for some excess baggage? Oh, yeah. I don't know if my mouth is. It's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. We've got a lot of changes to entry requirements this week. That's hard for me to say, entry requirements. According to Travel Pulse, relaxed Bermuda COVID-19 restrictions took effect March 7th. They also report that tourists are flocking to Dominican Republic in record-breaking numbers. Speaking of Dominican Republic, Travel Weekly reports that Sandals is exploring opportunities there. Angie Martinez, ambassador of Dominican Republic in Jamaica, said, It's a dream of ours to have the Sandals brand present here. We're honored by the visit and excited by the possibility of our island nation becoming the first Spanish-Caribbean territory to welcome the Sandals organization. Another one from Travel Weekly says that Canada released 
updated COVID-19 requirements for cruise ships on Monday, mandating that all passengers disembarking in Canadian ports this year must be vaccinated except for children under 12 and those with medical exemptions. They will also make exceptions for Canadians with religious exemptions. An article from Travel Age West says that Treadwright Foundation, the philanthropic arm of the Travel Corporation, has partnered with nonprofit organization Rainbow Railroad, based in the U.S. and Canada. Rainbow Railroad, it's another heart, Rainbow Railroad, aids members of the LGBTQ plus community to travel freely and escape state-sponsored persecution and violence around the world. Travel Agent Central reports that the government of St. Lucia has announced updates to its international arrival protocols. Go check out the linked article to see the details of their simplified process. Another one from them says that the Grenada Tourism Authority has unveiled its volunteerism program for visitors seeking to engage with the local community and culture while making a positive impact. Volunteerism opportunities are available year-round in a range of sectors such as agriculture, environment, education, and health. According to Travel Market Report, guests on board select American Cruise Line sailings can now take advantage of three or seven post three or seven night post cruise land packages to three national parks: Glacier, Yellowstone, and Grand Teton. Packages are commissionable for travel advisors. Another one from them says that citing ongoing supply chain and labor challenges, the Ritz-Carlton has pushed back the launch of its yacht collection brand to August 6, 2022. And our high note today is from afar. Starting on March 26th, travelers will no longer need to provide proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test result. The Hawaii Safe Travels Program will be a thing of the past. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, we review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at thetinlounge.com. We'll see, see you next week. week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.